The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back into the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. I am Steven Serta. Very happy to be joined today by uh, legendary uh, play-by-play voice. Chiefs fans, you know him very well. Kevin Harlan. You can hear Kevin on this weekend's Westwood One broadcast of the Chiefs divisional round matchup against the Buffalo Bills. Kevin, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. How are we feeling uh, ahead of this massive AFC matchup? Well, I feel uh, I feel pretty confident the Chiefs are going to put their best foot forward. Uh, Stephen, good to be on with you. Thank you for the invitation. I I do think that the playoffs and that whole second season represents a nice reboot for a lot of teams, especially a team like the Chiefs, who have got to be mentally exhausted after what they've been through the last four years. Certainly, as a defending champion, and every Team given them, the Chiefs, their best shot every time they play. It's exhausting. And I kind of think by the guys sitting out in the last game at L.A. against the Chargers, uh, staying home for week one in the, in the super wild card weekend uh, against Miami, surviving the weather, um, I think they're feeling pretty resilient, actually. And, and I don't know that the regular season will be any indication about how they're going to uh, traverse these next uh, next couple games if they're so lucky to, to play beyond this weekend. And I think they've got a very good shot to play beyond this weekend and and uh, play well in Buffalo. It's funny that you bring up how the playoffs might not really have any indication of like how their regular season has gone compared to how they perform here in the postseason. Um because that's something that we've talked about a lot here at Arrowhead Pride. And, you know, we cover the Kansas City Chiefs year round. And I don't think really enough has been made of the Chiefs season. Obviously, there, there's some moving parts and things that are different from years past. But they've had a really played a ton of football over the last several years. And then this season was kind of even longer because they win the Super Bowl. Obviously, they have to have that early start to kick off the NFL season. So training camp starts even earlier. And, and that's something that doesn't really get discussed. Like, there's just a lot of tread on the tires of this Chiefs team. And, and I think you can say over the last couple of years, like in the regular season, it feels like it's just as long as we're in the playoffs, we can be competitive and we'll turn it on when we get to the postseason. And, and it kind of felt like we got a glimpse of that against the Miami Dolphins. I, I totally agree. I, I'll look no further than Philadelphia. Now their season, the last six, seven games, they were in disarray. They could not win. 
There was some bickering, we understand, in the locker room. There was a little bit of uh, unraveling, and that has been just completely opposite of what the Chiefs have done. They have kind of grinded through this season. I mean, I I got to be honest, after being to three Super Bowls in the last four years, winning last year with all the things that come with winning, commitments and everything else, I I knew that this year would be tough. I I just I just it it, it 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 that's why you don't see many dynasties. There's just the seasons are long. What's required of you is is more time consuming. Not to mention the things away from football that always seem to capture your attention, whether it's family or or some uh, endorsement opportunities or some other things that come up. I, I knew this would be difficult. It just is. It just it's human nature. They're exhausted. They were exhausted. But when the when you get the light at the end of the tunnel and you can kind of see how the thing may play out, they won the division again, which is to me just sh- stunning. And and while the numbers from I think we're all swayed by Mahomes' numbers not being what they've been, and and um, for any other mortal quarterback, they're great, but for him who uh, has got a completely special room in a house that no one else can even get in because yeah. he's such a singular talent that I, I, I just really think that, that um, when the postseason arrived, they could kind of say, you know what? We only need to do a couple games here. Let, let's, let's shift gears. Let's, let's tighten our belt buckle and let's, let's go after it. Wait, let's, let's get one more run out of this if we can. And I kind of think that's where we find them. I think all the pressure this week's in, on Buffalo. I clearly do. I think I think Josh Allen and that team has got more, and they've got injuries to deal with and weather problems they've had to deal with this week in terms of practice and just basic transportation out there. I mean, it's I the parts are starting to come together, I think, for the Chiefs very nicely. And you, know, you mentioned how difficult it is to put together a dynasty in the NFL. And this run that the Chiefs have been on with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes over the last six seasons, like it, it, it's truly remarkable that the, the standards are so different for Patrick Mahomes, where it, it really is in a single elimination playoff contest head to head. It's like this guy's got pretty unprecedented success uh, against the rest of the field at this young in his career. So I guess just what are your overall thoughts on the Chiefs' current run and this kind of dynasty that they find themselves in the middle of? Well, I I think it is historic, and I think it is dynastic, and I think that they have got every reason to think that it's not over. they got a young quarterback and a coach who wants to be around, and he's relatively young in his mid-60s, and um, they've got uh, young players they're bringing along in other positions. Their defense is – just killer. I mean, they just played such great defense. Rankings would tell you that. What they did against the number one offense this past weekend would tell you that. I I, I think we're just uh, – I think every dynasty, and this was true with, with uh, clearly New England, <clears throat> I, th- I think, Stephen, that, that uh, you've, there, are, there are moments within that run where you do maybe exhale a little bit. You hit a bit of a trough at the same time. I'm I'm very confident that this is uh, uh, going to continue. Um, uh, I'm anxious to see how they finish the season. I'm anxious to see what kind of offseason they're going to have. I would assume that the principal parts are going to 
try to step away, maybe even more so than last year. I think that things are coming. Life came in them very fast last year when they won again. And just watch your TV, see all the commercials and all the, all the different things they're doing. Even the coaches getting involved now. And we've had uh, uh, a bright new fan join the bandwagon that we're all on. And, uh, and she has uh, added a whole nother dimension, a good one. Yeah. And um, I'm just anxious to see how they, how they manage this. Uh, but I, I think this thing continues. I, the, the quarterback is 27, 28 years old. He can play another 10 years. And, and yeah. um, so I'm, I'm real bullish on the team. Yeah. It didn't feel like uh, this chief's team could really go to another level of popularity. And then Taylor Swift started showing up to games and it is totally. I kind of thought when, when she showed up that it was just getting like another thing to kind of keep them going. And, and maybe it has, and, and we just don't see the necessary statistical uh, results or the wins or losses. And, you know, clearly, you know, Travis is, not had the kind of season probably that he has wanted, uh, although he was close to a thousand yards again and yeah. continues to be such a dominant tight end. But his standards are so high that a drop here and a drop there, and people go, "Well, what's going on?" Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm glad she's on board. I'm glad she's a part of this story. It's just going to make it even more dynamic uh, in the years to come um, when we look back on this time. And hopefully for the years to come that they're still doing this, that that uh, that this, this is all part of this big, successful story. Yeah, I I hope we see Taylor Swift in Buffalo on Sunday oh, and I, I, I hope we see her at Arrowhead for years to come. But if she stays uh, warm. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And kind of turning the page to, to Sunday's game and. You know, this is kind of a historical matchup in its own way because somehow in his sixth year as an NFL starter, this is Patrick Mahomes' first ever road contest in the postseason, which is just another one of those absurd, unprecedented things that he's managed to pull off over his career. And when you really break down all the stats and stuff, it's like Mahomes can sometimes elevate his game even more in the postseason and when he goes on the road in these big-time matchups. So... Uh, I guess just your your thoughts on his first road co contest and going into what's kind of you know a crazy scene in Buffalo on Sunday evening. I think he'll be at the top of his game if he's healthy, and we have no reason to think he's not. Um, I think he'll he'll give us a vintage performance. I think Kelsey will give us a vintage performance. I, th I think I think this is the kind of game with their defensive injuries in the back end. Um, this could create a lot of opportunities. Uh, weather is is going to be the wild card here. We really don't know what kind of day we're going to get. We do know it'll be cold, probably some snow. We know there'll be wind. To what degree, though, and all those different factors, we probably don't have a clear indication quite yet. But it's going to be uh, – <clears throat> it'll be tough. You know, listen, Buffalo has got a lot to play for, and they have finished the – season strong after they let their offensive coordinator go and they've kind of rectified that part of their team. They've, uh, I think in a lot of ways uh, felt like the chiefs have been their nemesis. They've never been able to get beyond that point. Allen has not had success, great success in these big games against Patrick and against this team. And he's got a lot to prove far more, you know, him and, him and Lamar Jackson are kind of in that same boat. They they they've got these great resumes, 
in these incredible numbers, but they're missing the, the, the lines that Pat has, and that is Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP. They, they put up great numbers. Looks like Lamar is going to win a second MVP to match Patrick's, but they don't have what Mahomes has. So Mahomes is in a category all by himself. And on any given day, when a game's got to be won, with the difference of being on the road for a playoff game, I see, I think that will energize them. I, I, I think, not that they get bored at Arrowhead or complacent or they use it too much as a crutch. I'm not saying that. But I, I think that when you've got a new venue with, with a new circumstance and, and a lot on the line, I always think that can be energizing. And I think this week will, I think this week will be energizing. It can't be any colder than it was at Arrowhead last week, minus 27, 28 with the wind chill. Uh, I think it will be warmer. It'll probably feel a little bit better, quite frankly. Now, I'm, I'm, I, I think, I think that a lot of good. Now, you know, at the end of the day, it, it's the Buffalo Bills at home with a with a world class quarterback and a lot, uh, a huge chip on the shoulder, and a lot they feel they've got to prove to themselves. Their window, in some ways, might be closing a little bit, perhaps, with the group that's around Allen. Um, but make no mistake that Allen grades himself on what Mahomes has done, and he so far is behind him. And I don't know how much longer he wants to he wants to sit in back of him. So he'll be incredibly motivated on on Sunday. I think what's so interesting about this matchup too is like you, you talk about the legacies of these quarterbacks, and we get so obsessed with you know the, these legacy uh, sports figures and. Really going into this game, uh, in, in this matchup of these two Titan quarterbacks in the modern day NFL, it still somehow feels like the Chiefs defense is kind of underrated. And you already touched on how well they're playing. Like they are playing like a Super Bowl caliber defense on that side of the ball. And it still seems like the Chiefs are being overlooked on the defensive side mm-hmm. of the ball. And some of that's because of Patrick Mahomes. Maybe it's all of the storylines outside of football, Taylor Swift being at games and Travis Kelsey and all of that stuff. But it, it seems crazy to me that, that we're going into this one. It's all Mahomes, Allen, and the, the Chiefs defense, which has been an elite level defense all season long, is still kind of the forgotten character in all of this stuff. Yeah, and they shouldn't be because it really has not been a character in the in the first uh, couple Super Bowls they were involved with and, and has not necessarily been a part of the narrative as the team has grown under Patrick and under uh, Andy, uh, the, the defense has always kind of been that, uh, and 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 then you've got our defense. Now the defense is kind of leading it. Well, listen, as you know, Stephen, boy, if you can play some defense, defense travels, and I think this defense can travel. And so all you're doing is really saying, just, just for Mahomes and that offense, just be what you are. You don't have to be superhuman. Just be what you are. And, and that is a, a top-flight offense that may not be as great as you've been, but on any given Sunday can be just as good. And so this is the component that gives me hope that the Chiefs might have a chance, uh, you know, away from Arrowhead in, in a big playoff game. They've, they've got a defense that can, I think, travel. And that is the missing component that maybe in the past you'd say, yeah, we can score a lot of points. The Chiefs could score a lot of points, but they could not stop the other team, especially if they had to play on the road. But they've never had to. They were playing at Arrowhead. Now they're on the road, and they can hang their head on their defense. And they're just asking the offense 
you know, don't, don't mess it up here. Just, just kind of be what you do. Stay with, stay in your lane. And the combination may be just enough to get us past this divisional round. Yeah. Um, and, and somehow Steve Spagnuolo still continues to be uh, one of the more underrated defensive coordinators in the league. Like he has been tremendous this season. And, and you mentioned the cold there. The Chiefs are used to cold. I would have to imagine we're not going to see any helmets shatter because of freezing temperatures on Sunday, but uh, we'll see how it plays out. And uh, the final thing for me, Kevin, really is just, you know, in, in an NFL offseason where we're seeing just some gargantuan changes, Bill Belichick is in the coaching market for the first time in almost my entire lifetime. And then there's uh, and Pete Carroll stepping away and we're seeing all this change across the league. And now Andy Reid is is still here, still coaching the Kansas City Chiefs, still has them at the top of the league competing for championships year in and year out. Just I guess just your your thoughts on Andy Reid's legacy that I, I think is already established. Like I don't I don't think this game is going to change much about Andy Reid's legacy, but really just him, him amongst uh, some of the greatest coaches of all time in NFL history. Well, the wins would say he is. Uh, his accomplishments would say he is. He's been to a Super Bowl with two different teams, um, and um, he's won two since he's been in Kansas City. Um, he has this uh, incredible talented quarterback, which would say to me, why would you leave when you can work with this guy if you got your health? I believe he does. And he's, like I said, still a young man in, in, in relative terms in the mid-60s. He's got a lot of years left in this world. I I would like to think that that um, when all is said and done, he's going to rack up, you know, a lot more 10, 11, 12, 13 win seasons with this quarterback, with this organization. I think he's got an owner who uh, was aggressive seeking him out when he parted ways with the Eagles. Um, he knows the commitment they've made to him. Uh, money is not a concern. Um, he's got a GM that he can work with well, who drafts well, signs kids off the street well. I I, I don't see much of a downside um, I think his hobby is football. I, I, re- I, I believe that his hobby is being creative. Um, and I think this season, while it has been trying because of turnovers and numbers not being where we all have been used to seeing him be, um, probably so, in some ways is good. I, I, I think a season like this makes you not take anything for granted. I'm not saying that that what they had done in the past made him take things for granted. Uh, but I would say that a little bit of, little bit of, uh, of a rough patch, I think is good sometimes for everybody just to kind of realign your thinking to, to uh, reboot if you need to. And, and while it may not be a reboot, it was certainly a chance to kind of evaluate how we're doing it, uh, who we're doing it with. Um, do we need to evolve a little bit? All these things are good for an organization that plans to be on top for years to come like the Chiefs do. There is no window closing here. Uh, there's not even a window to close. Um, and 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 that would be, to me, the silver lining. Regardless of what happens in Buffalo, um, we are right in the middle of the second quarter or at halftime of this great story. There is much more to come. But wouldn't it be nice, you know, since you got to play, why not go out and, and do yeah. your and do your thing, even if it is away from Arrowhead, and they may just do that this weekend. 
Yeah. Um, making another AFC championship game would be pretty special for the Wouldn't game. Wouldn't that be something? My gosh. I just, <laughs> it, I mean, I mean, it, uh, they talk about the Cowboys with Emmett and with uh, Aikman and, and uh, with Michael Irvin back in the early nineties. And before that, you know, the, uh, the, the 49ers and they had two hall of fame quarterbacks back to back that uh, elongated their successful run with Bill Walsh and later George Seifert. And you go back to the seventies with the Steelers and the sixties with the Packers and the, and the, the fifties with the, with the Cleveland Browns. But um, clearly with the Patriots being the last dynasty in the league um, and the chiefs may not be as long, but I do think it has a chance to be that long. Um, maybe not 20 years, but it, it'll be in that neighborhood. And, uh, and the chiefs have already firmly planted that, that, uh, that foundation. They, they've clearly established themselves as, as a dynasty. And, and like I said, I only think we're, we may not even be halfway through it right now. So if I'm going to take anything away from this conversation, it feels like you feel pretty good about the chiefs on Sunday night. Well, because I'm doing the game, I can't comment. And, and I'm not saying I, I, I don't mean to, to uh, cast any kind of shade on the bills. I've done four of their games this year and they're a terrific team that they're, they're, there's a reason why the two best records over the last handful of years have been the chiefs and the bills. They've won their division uh, not as many times as the Chiefs, but half as many in a row. Um, they're good, and 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 that fan base is every bit as potent as the Arrowhead fan base. Um, so th they're not walking into a place that's comfy, and it will be uncomfortable. Um, but I, I I just think I'll go back to my original statement. And I would say this on the air when we when we take it on Sunday night from Western New York. Um, the Chiefs worked through a difficult season with a with the Super Bowl hangover that um, a lot of teams would fold, uh, aka Philadelphia. Uh, this team stuck with it, worked their way, clawed and dug their way to another division championship, eight in a row, unheard of. And um, here they are. They've beaten the number one offense, and they're going on the road to take on one of their biggest, if not their biggest rival right now. And maybe it's made that way because the two quarterbacks are basically the same age, basically the same talent range, but one has a lot more decoration to him than the other. But the other has the chance to get up there, and this is his chance to do it. I think the Bills will be incredibly difficult. It's not going to be a cakewalk. But what I do see is for a Chiefs team that kind of looked clunky at times this year, I think they may have a renewed purpose. And with the light at the end of the tunnel, they can say, you know, we've only got, like I said, we've only got a couple more games to go here. Let's, let's let it rip. And, and I expect nothing less of them in Buffalo and Orchard Park on Sunday night. Yeah, I think of all the games this weekend, this is by far the, by far the hardest game to pick. Um, oh, I, ab absolutely. Absolutely, Stephen. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it could go either way. But again, he's Kevin Harlan. You can find him on the Westwood One broadcast of the Chiefs and Bills divisional round this weekend. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us here on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. And I hope we're in for uh, another epic game on Sunday. Well, you got to promise me, Stephen, if they make the Super Bowl, we're going to do this again, all right? We'll do it the week of the Super Bowl. How's that sound? I'd, lo I'd love to. I'd all be right. very happy to do that. You call me anytime. I'd love to be on. Thank you so much for the invitation.